letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Thursday's WCCO All Local, I'm Susie Jones. Today's stories include more snow and baseball. But we'll start with some breaking news today from the small town of Raymond, Minnesota in Candy, Ohio County. Residents are now being allowed back in their home after an early morning train derailment prompted an evacuation. WCCO's Mark Fry has the story. BNSF Railway says 22 cars hauling ethanol and corn syrup derailed and erupted into flames around 1 a.m. on the western edge of Raymond, which is about two hours west of the Twin Cities. Candy Ohio County Sheriff Eric Tollefson says crews worked quickly to assess the situation. We knew very quickly what was on the train, um, and we knew that you know there was no great hazard, but you know the recommended evacuation area was a half mile from. Uh, the fire, well, that's all Raymond. From there, first responders went to work evacuating nearly 250 homes. I know what it felt like for me when I got the phone call at 1 in the morning and, you know, two hours into a night's sleep and, you know, how that feels. I can't imagine having your door pounded on by one of our deputies or a fireman saying, hey, it's time to leave. It will likely be several days until BNSF figures out exactly what caused the train's derailment company president and CEO Katie Farmer. We take full accountability for this. We will continue to work with the National Transportation Safety Board, the FRA. Uh, We will uh, also work with the sheriff. This is uh, his town, your town, so we will continue to support in any way possible that we can do that. Governor Tim Walz described what he saw at the scene. What you see right now is cars on top of each other. They're burning, and it's a scary situation for all of you. I want to acknowledge this. You see a tanker car burning, your first thought is that's a big bomb waiting to explode on that. I hope you know that the safeguards that were put in place, the regulations and the things that the railroad does, is to make sure they don't explode. But they are punctured, they are leaking. The good news probably is with the relatively frozen ground um, that the ethanol will burn off. That fire could burn periodically in the coming days, according to Matt Garland at BNSF. You might see uh, some flare-off from time to time, but there's nothing to be alarmed about. Evacuees were first gathering at Central Minnesota Christian Church in Prinsburg. Then they went to the Unity Christian Reformed Church, also located in Prinsburg. Lead Pastor Steve Zwart joined Vanita Sakhar in the WCCO Morning News. People are finding places all around the building here to rest. we got some people that are uh, sleeping right now, and uh, it's been a long night for them. And we have our sanctuary open if people need to just have some quiet time and rest. Otherwise, we've got a breakfast going, and I've already got people volunteering to bring lunch in already. Cleanup will likely take several days as cranes come in to lift the toppled train cars off one another, but this latest derailment adds to the questions about America's troubled railways due to other derailments. Certainly all of us since the situation in Ohio are very concerned. What are we breathing? What's in the car? Tell us this. I I do want to say, and I think it, it should not go unnoticed, with Burlington Northern, this is the response we expect. Be honest with people. Come out here. Tell us what happened. Let us know. We can make decisions about that. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Closing arguments expected tomorrow in the trial of Tony Lazaro after the defense rested its case today. 
The former Republican donor and strategist is charged with sex trafficking of minors. Prosecutors allege he used his wealth and political status to lure underage girls to his luxury condo in downtown Minneapolis. Evidence included photos, videos, and text messages involving the girls. Lazaro has admitted to having sex with the minors, but says he didn't realize they were underage and that he didn't pay them, but instead gave them gifts they asked for. Lazaro's arrest led to the eventual resignation of Minnesota Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan, with whom he had close ties. The jury is expected to get the case tomorrow. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. And yes, we're getting more snow. WCCO Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas explains where, when, and how much. Friday night will be just below freezing. We lose the uh, the impact of that sun and uh, the result will be some accumulating snow. And I, I, I think three to six for most of us. But some of us could get more than that, especially south and east of the metro. Right around the dinner hour Friday, that changeover back to snow. And I think we'll wake up uh, to a little winter wonderland uh, Saturday morning. I still think, can I give you some good news? I need it, please. <laughs> we all need it. The good the good news gets equal time. Um, I, I still think we'll be in the upper 40s to near 50 on Sunday could be the first 50 of the season and yeah it's coming late almost a month late the minneapolis city council is meeting behind closed doors to talk about a potential settlement in a lawsuit filed by the minnesota department of human rights following the murder of george floyd the department issued a scathing report last year critical of how police officers were trained and detailing how the MPD had engaged in racial discrimination in many areas over several years. University of St. Thomas law professor Mark Osler speaking with WCCO's Adam and Jordana. What the report was addressed was that the training was both deficient and it was paramilitary in style, which is going to lead to the you know kind of tragedy we saw with George Floyd. They also found that there was insufficient accountability for officers who had done bad things. The city of Minneapolis and state officials continue to negotiate a consent decree which would determine department practices moving forward that are legally enforceable. The U.S. Department of Justice is doing its own investigation into whether or not the MPD has engaged in unlawful practices. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz responding to the tragic mass shooting in Nashville, calling for a renewed urgency to get gun control measures in place here in Minnesota. Lawmakers in St. Paul are considering two measures that the governor says are just common sense. These two are proven, measurable things. Red flag laws that allow for extreme risk protection orders to stop people. All of our relatives, this may save a relative of any of us, not just from one of these acts, but from suicide, which we know is a number one thing. And then background checks, which again, I I would note on this, as a lawful gun owner myself, neither of those two things impinge upon my Second Amendment rights in any way. Former Congresswoman and now gun control advocate Gabby Giffords is in Minnesota. Our lives can change so quickly. Mine did when I was shot. But I never gave up hope. I chose to make a new start. She joined the governor and many others in St. Paul to talk about the urgent need for gun control bills to be passed, sharing a little bit about what it's been like for her since being shot at a grocery store near Tucson, Arizona in 2011. I'm relearning so many things, how to walk, how to talk, and I'm fighting to make the country safer. 
Minnesota Senate Democrats say they are optimistic they'll be able to pass a red flag law and background checks for gun owners during this upcoming session, this session right now. Finally, this Thursday, it is opening day for the Minnesota Twins, who are in Kansas City to play the Royals, and they are ushering in a new era of baseball with a series of rule changes designed to improve and speed up the game. The most significant changes involve restricting defensive shifts among infielders and a pitch clock, 15 or 20 seconds, depending on whether there's a base runner. Pitcher Carlos Estevez of the LA Angels says it could be tough when games are on the line. Those big spots, you know you need your time. Uh, Take a deep breath. The goal of the clock is to speed up the game. The Angels' Mike Trout says that will be good. You're not waiting around, a lot of action, and uh, yeah, I like it. And the new changes could reduce the time of a game by around 20 to 30 minutes. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO.